This podcast episode is brought to you by Paleo Valley's Organic Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Now, we all know that many olive oils are cut with seed oils or that they are rancid, and so it's not always easiest to find a quality and properly sourced olive oil. Yes, in case you didn't know, many store bought olive oils are diluted or blended, compromising both taste and quality, and may even cause rancidity. I'm really glad that Paleo Valley's extra virgin olive oil remains pure and unadulterated, sourced from a single organic valley in Greece. Paleo Valley ensures freshness and nutrient content by packaging their olive oil in dark glass bottles. At a certain point, I stopped using extra virgin olive oil, but once our practice started working with people with chronic inflammatory response syndrome or SIRS, we started recommending it for the reduction of TGF beta 1. It is an immune system marker that shows inflammation both for COVID 19, SIRS, and actually many other illnesses. So if your TGF beta 1 is high, you may want to try incorporating a little bit of extra virgin olive oil. Make sure to check it out. It comes in a two pack package. And remember, All Paleo Valley products are guaranteed with a money back guarantee. Go to paleovalley.com slash nwj to get 15% off your order. Thanks for supporting companies that support this podcast. Hey guys, it's Judy from Nutrition with Judy. Welcome to Carnivore 75 Hard. <laughs> I probably should have made this video a lot earlier, but to be honest, I had no idea that Carnivore 75 Hard would receive the amount of love and support and excitement it's receiving in the community. This community challenge has become a movement. We are telling everyone that we are sick of being sick and that we are taking back our health by focusing our time on healing ourselves holistically. All right, so before we get started, I wanted to say a quick thank you. Thank you to the community. I just want to say that every single one of you, Each and every one of you is why I do what I do. You guys give me the passion, the motivation to keep going every single day and fight this good fight with you guys. The second thing is, I want to say a big thank you to all our sponsors. I am overwhelmed with the amount of love and support we are getting for this Carnivore 75 Hard. Movement. And it is amazing that these sponsors are not asking anything of us but to complete this challenge and do hard and heal ourselves holistically. So, just to give back, guys, I really ask that you guys share, use the hashtag Carnivore75Hard and share your story, share your healing stories and what you're going through so that you can be a light in this community. So, really quickly, I just want to say again, thank you. I appreciate each and every one of you. That is why I always try to. Respond to every single one of your direct messages. I try to respond to each and every one of you because every single one of you matters, and that is why I am here. All right, so let's get into Carnivore 75 Hard. What exactly is Carnivore 75 Hard? In this video, we are going to talk about motivation, we are going to talk about some tips, and we are going to talk about the different components that make up Carnivore 75 Hard. All right, so just a little bit of background. I have been trying to write my upcoming book and I was a little demotivated, and so my husband. Was like, you need a little bit extra motivation. I have the perfect solution for you. Long story short, he introduced me to Andy Frisella and his 75 Hard Challenge, and I was blown away. You guys should definitely take a listen to his podcast. I'll link to it in the notes. But he does have a little bit of a potty mouth, but his mission, his statement, what he talks about, it is all so true. So, on days that I feel a little demotivated, I put on a little Andy Frisella, I play a little loud music, do a little dance. Put on my big curl pants and then I start to work hard. And so, one of the ways that Andy recommends、um, being motivated is by having what I call daily wins, but I think he calls the power habits. Our family has been implementing daily wins ever since maybe a year or two ago, where basically we have these ultimate goals that we break down into bite sized pieces. And each day we have these habits that we are trying to incorporate. To have stick and that become daily wins in our lives so that we can ultimately reach our goals. In fact, most motivational books and habit creating books recommend you implementing some type of daily win. And then these small wins daily, those perpetuate you to feel motivated and that basically small wins beget small wins. It's a 
very, very critical and successful way to win your days and then win your goals. One of the reasons I've always been into these motivational books and readings and studies is because I always try to figure out about myself, like why I always feel a little depressed throughout my life. I always suffered with a little bit of mild depression and anxiety. And now looking back, I know that 12 years of being a vegetarian diet and even before that, just eating a standard American diet off processed foods was a large contributor to why I was feeling depressed. But I didn't know that. And so I was focusing on kicking habits. And so while I'd love to say that carnivore healed me completely, the reality is that we need to work hard and keep momentum and keep at it so that we are at our best. And just to give you a case in point, just between you and me, last year in December, I actually fell off the carnivore wagon. I ended up going keto. I started having keto treats with like artificial sweeteners and it just wasn't fun. It was a slippery slope and all of a sudden, the feelings of depression and anxiety, they started slowly creeping in and even the old eating disorder behaviors, those triggers and those temptations just started kicking in within a few days. It was unbelievable. It was like my brain was so quick to go back to old behaviors to get these foods. So what does that tell us? It tells us that we need to never get complacent. We need to always be on our toes and we need to always play offense. We can never get complacent. We need to work hard. So this year, I wanted to put measures in place to make sure that while I'm so busy lately that I need to stay on my game. I wanna work hard, get through the holidays, enjoy the memories, but not fall off and change my diet and then go through this vicious cycle that I never wanna visit again. And the key to that for me is to implement Carnivore 75 hard. By doing these steps, I know that these small wins daily will make me be the best self that I can be for 2020. It's so ingrained in us to have emotional ties to foods and certain songs and certain smells and certain places will eventually trigger emotions and that will then trigger your behaviors and what your actions become. And so this year, this year, let's do it differently. So if you guys haven't listened to Andy Frisella yet, there's also another podcast episode with this man named James Lawrence, and he completed 50 Ironmans in 50 days. It is a very motivational podcast, and I highly recommend listening to that episode. But the biggest takeaway that I got from that episode is he who has their why to live for can bear almost any how. And we all want optimal health. We all want to be our best. We all want to live our best life. We all want to be happy. We want to feel our best. And the truth is that these ultimately are all a part of our whys. And Carnivore 75 Hard, it is our how. So I'll talk through some Carnivore 75 Hard tips, but what I really need you guys to do is you need to figure out your why. What is your why? Not I want to just lose 20 pounds, like that is not your why. Of course, that's a benefit of your why and wanting to eat better and cleaner. Your body wants to be at a weight that is a happy medium and most people's natural weight will not be at a weight that is overweight. Trust your body, feed your body nourishing foods and your body will take care of the rest. Your why cannot be just that you wanna lose weight. That is not a motivating enough reason when times get hard. What is your why? Why do you want to do carnivore 75 hard? What motivates you to eat carnivore? What are these reasons? And then write them down. I'd also take it a step further and then think about if you didn't eat carnivore or if you didn't do carnivore 75 hard, what are the risks and what do you have to lose? What are you going to lose if you keep things the same if you stay complacent and if you just keep doing the things that you've been doing during the holidays. And then once you know your why, I would highly recommend writing it down on poster boards, on paper, on anything you need to do, and then sticking it all over your walls. Make sure that whether it's the fridge, the pantry, in your car, at your work, on your desk, in your bathroom, stick it on there to remember when days get hard, you have your why and that is gonna pull you through and be hard. Because the reality is that maybe on day 49, you may just need to look at one of those sheets. Guys, this Carnivore 75 Hard Community Challenge is for all of us. 
it is time. It is time for us to take back our lives and be our best selves. How do you guys want to remember the closing of a decade? Do you want to remember being inflamed? Was it worth eating those sugary foods? What if instead you work for a better you and you make the ending of this decade, ending of 2019, one that you'll remember forever? I say, let's head into this new decade, 2020, being our best selves yet. Guys, it is time. It is time that after so many decades of doing the same exact thing during the holidays and then not feeling our best, it is time to get intentionally uncomfortable. Okay guys, so before we talk about practical tips, let's talk through the Carnivore 75 challenge and what it all entails. There are also some rules, at least actually there's one rule that if you do it on social media, you will be disqualified. So I definitely recommend that you guys watch the section for tips and later down the video. So what is Carnivore 75 hard? It is intentionally putting yourself in uncomfortable situations, doing things that are hard. It is demonstrating what we are capable of. It is demonstrating what we are able to do and how strong we are. It is intentionally putting us in places that force us to be stronger, to become stronger, to show grit, resiliency and show how strong we actually are. One thing I do want to mention is that I created the baselines for each component so that everyone should be able to participate. I didn't want to make it too hard so that some people just could not participate. So I definitely recommend that if you've already been eating strict carnivore or you've already been fasting for 24 hours, I recommend you guys upping it so that this challenge will be hard for you and it will push you into uncomfortable areas so that therefore you reap the benefits of why you're doing this community challenge. I highly recommend you putting harder components in place so that you will be then transformed by the end of the 75 days. I myself am making the carnivore part a lot stricter. I am making the fasting part longer because those are the components that I've already touched. But at the same time, I haven't complimented someone every single day. So I will have to focus on doing that. I haven't worked out every day outside for 15 minutes. I will have to stretch myself to do that. Figure out what you already do and then add a little bit more hard in that component to make sure that you can grow from this challenge. It is up to you to challenge yourself and it is an honor system. This is not a competitive challenge. This is not about one upping each other. This is not that at all. This is to make yourself better by pushing yourself even harder and only you know the answer to that. Again, this is a mental fitness challenge and it is up to you to figure out what will push you because it is supposed to stretch you and push you to complete hard. And then guys, after 75 days of doing hard, especially during the holidays, really what can you not do in life? Number one, nutrition. Obviously, I am going to pick a meat-based diet. I am a carnivore nutritionist. Why am I all about meat? Meat is the most bioavailable and nutrient-dense food that you will ever be able to find. I've done enough research to this point that I know this with absolute certainty. Some vegetables do have a lot of nutrient density. It's absolutely true, it's a fact. But they also have anti-nutrients. That is a fact. And they also have less bioavailability. What does that mean? Without our body's ability to break down the foods, we are not absorbing much of those nutrients. And there are actually studies and research done around this area. I can link to some of the stuff in my notes. Okay, in terms of water, I am not going to dictate how much water you need to drink. Andy Frisella recommends a gallon a day, but the ideal is usually about half your water weight, but I wanna leave that up to you guys. Trust your body, that's I'm always for that, is trust your body and figure out how much water you need. What I do recommend though is when you eat, only have a little bit of water and sip it and even add a little bit of salt to make sure that it will be absorbed. Having too much water with your meals will cause your stomach acid to be diluted and that is not a good thing. Don't mess with your body and the liquids you put in it while you're eating. Don't drink coffee, sparkling water, none of that stuff is beneficial while you're eating your food. 
you can have it separately, but I highly recommend only water or bone broth or some soups that are nutrient dense with your meals and sip, sip, sip. Okay, so no snacking. This way we can heal our insulin resistance. We can be keeping on weight because we're over snacking guys. We might be holding on to some of the emotional ties we have with food comforting us by snacking. So you can eat snack foods, but only as part of your meals. No snacking outside of your meals. If you wanna feel the, the full benefits of carnivore, I highly recommend cutting out processed meats such as no deli meats and no smoked meats like jerkies, but I'll leave this up to you guys. I know we love our jerkies, but the thing is that most water-soluble vitamins are lost in the dehydration process. Hey guys, just to let you know, my Carnivore Cure book is back in stock. For nine months, it was out of print and used prices were up to $300. Make sure to get your copy today that has over 200 colored tables and graphics and over 400 pages of meaty goodness. We have a limited supply, so get your copy today on Amazon.com. And if you can leave a review, I'd be super grateful. Number two, healing. There's nothing new about fasting. Every single religion, almost every single religion, has fasting as a component of their religion. And no, 16-8 will not cause hormonal issues. But that said, you need to make sure that you are eating enough nutrient-dense meats and foods during your meals. Make sure you eat enough calories to nourish your bodies and to have your bodies properly functioning. And then when you fast during the 16 hours, you should not have hormonal issues. We've become a society where we think what's normal and what's healthy for us is to eat every few hours and then snack in between to make sure and stabilize our blood sugar. I hope you guys know by now, but this is absolutely false. It is causing us to be diabetic and causing us to become insulin resistant. And insulin resistance is what causes so much of our diseases today. So guys, for 75 days, we must intermittent fast for 16-8, meaning you have an eight hour feeding window and then 16 hours of fasting. And no, that does not mean to eat for eight hours. It means have your one, two, three meals within that eight hour window. And then the rest of the time, do not snack. Let your body digest. When we eat too often, all we will be doing is storing away more and more energy into fat cells and never being able to access these energy stores. And this is wholly true, especially if your diet is rich in carbs and sugars. Fasting helps with many of these things. When you remove a lot of sugary foods in your body, your insulin will lower, but it really may take a little bit of fasting to actually have your insulin become more sensitive, meaning that it actually works better. Number three, movement. You have to move at least 30 minutes a day. It could be a hard workout, it could be hit, it could be lifting, it's completely again up to you. It could even be walking, it could be whatever you define as movement that is harder than you normally do now. But one other requirement of this part is that you have to do 15 minutes of it, or you can even do an extra 15 minutes, so it could be 45 minutes, totally up to you. But 15 minutes of it has to be outside. Now I know many of you guys are like, uh, after I read that, I'm out. But let me ask you guys this. I get it, some of you are in zero degree weather, it's snowing, there's a blizzard, I understand. I understand that it's not that fair for you guys, but you know what? The thing is, if you complete 75 days of this, it, it will make you that much stronger. I would recommend maybe breaking it up, as ridiculous as this sounds, but breaking it up into one minute intervals and then going out 15 times. Do what you need to do, figure it out, because if you're able to complete this, especially in a place where it is hard to work out during the winter months, you will come out that much stronger and that much more resilient. I promise you it will be a game changer. Andy Frisella actually recommends working out two times for 45 minutes each, but I actually cut that because that can actually cause an endocrine, but I actually cut that because it can actually cause adrenal fatigue. 
and as this is about holistic health, I just wanted to make sure that we are not overly pushing ourselves in the workout area. If you can't sleep at night, if you're losing hair, you're constantly cold and you're having amenorrhea, you may be pushing yourself too hard. But with all that said, we need movement. It's more than just losing weight. We need to move to have optimal health. Carnivore 75 Hard, again, is not about losing weight. It is a mental fitness challenge that pushes you into uncomfortable areas and makes you stronger than when you started. So I know that for some of you guys, it will be almost impossible to work out outside. And I know it'll be really, really cold some days, but this is life. And you can never always predict conditions. You have to figure it out. Because this, this is where you test your resiliency. This is where you test your grit. And this is when you realize that inside you, you are able to do anything that you want to do. I talk more details about different body parts needing exercise and I recommend you going to the website. I will link to it again in the notes. Number four, mindset. Okay, these next two are probably some of my favorites. It really focuses on mental health and emotional well-being and I think it also helps support others while you're trying to do good for yourself. So it's just a win-win situation. All right, so for the mindset section, you have to write three things down that you are grateful for. Don't just say, I'm thankful for air, I'm thankful for breathing, I get it but I'd say put a little bit more thought that you are genuinely grateful, that you feel a sense of gratitude when you are done with the day or at the beginning of the day. Make sure to change your mindset and be more thoughtful about these three things. I recommend writing it down in a journal, um, that way that you can look back and on hard days, you can read through some of these moments and then remember, oh yeah, I actually do have things that I'm grateful for. I actually do have things that make my life worth it. So I'm just gonna tell you guys really quickly about one study. So there were a bunch of participants and they were asked the question, how lucky do you think you are on a scale of one to 10? And so there were, there were numbers that were ranging everywhere, but there were a lot of people that said one, which is, I'm unlucky, nothing good happens in my life. And then there was people that were tens, which were more of the optimist. And they're like, I have a lot of luck in my life. A lot of good things happen to me. The next portion of the study then asked them to look through a newspaper and then count how many pictures were in the newspaper. The thing is, this newspaper was fake. The interesting thing about the study was that most of the pessimists, the ones that were more closer to a one on the scale of luck, they counted all the pictures and never looked at anything else. So they got the right answer by counting the pictures, which was the task at hand. Now this is where it gets really interesting. The optimists, who are more the tens on the scale of luck, these people, again, believe that they have a lot of luck in their life. So while they were counting pictures, they would also notice the headlines all throughout this fake newspaper that would say, okay, you can stop counting the pictures. The answer is 37. Tell that to the researcher and then you get to also collect $100. And the crazy thing is that most of the people that were in the optimist or the ones that picked 10 on that scale of one to 10 for luck were the ones that would notice the headlines. So what does that tell you guys? The takeaway is that it's not about being lucky or not. It's really about your mindset. It's about, are you open to other opportunities beyond what the situation presents itself. So where is your mindset? Do you think, why me? I come from a poor family, I come from poor health, I just have the worst luck, and so this is my lot in life. I'm telling you through this study that if you think that way, that that is all that you are going to reap. But if you actually think like an optimist and you think, no, I, I can work for harder, I can work for more, I'm telling you, chances are that you probably will. Maybe you guys are missing opportunities by just looking at the pictures and not seeing what else is out there. Additionally, gratitude has a strong correlation with your level of happiness. So think about it. If you wake up and you're like, oh, my luck, I hate my life, like this sucks. And then you think about your bad boss or your bad kids or what have you, and then you have that mindset in your mind and then you're going to start your day. So if a car honks next to you, right? Are you gonna think, oh, maybe the car's honking because he's busy because he's late for his interview? Or are you gonna think, 
what the F dude. Really mindset is so important on how you then feel the world and then how you act and behave accordingly. So I highly recommend doing the three gratitudes and putting a lot of honest thought into them as you're writing them down. I also think that if you come from a place of gratitude, then you will share that with the people that you come in touch with. And then that'll basically do the whole gratitude begets gratitude. And so you can share a little bit of happiness with everyone. There are also studies that show that gratitude has a correlation with prolonged life. I mean, if you think positive, you're not stressing your body, right? So you're probably in more of a parasympathetic state. And so your body is probably not in the fight or flight mode. I think it makes complete sense. We are all wired to desire meaningful and fulfilling lives. We all are wired that way. That is in our human DNA. We want to cultivate what is naturally within ourselves and then maximize the love, work, and play in our lives. But the reality is that sometimes modern life gets in the way. We will always have bad days. In these 75 days, we will have bad days. I can guarantee you that. But in every bad day, there are also good moments. When you come home and you had a hard day and your puppy or dog is waiting for you, wagging his tail, in that moment, you don't feel that bad. If you had a bad day at work and then your kids come running to you, giving you a hug and telling you how much they love you, in those moments, there is nothing that makes your day feel bad. In some moments, you may be having a bad day, but someone gives you a genuine compliment and you're for that moment, feel a little better. In every bad day, there are always opportunities to see the good. So let's focus on these moments, these moments that are good, and let's bring light to any days of darkness. And as a community, let's bring our light to people's darkness on days that they need us. And then vice versa, if you need support, we will be there. I'll leave this section with this. There's a saying that says, a thousand candles can be lit from one candle and the life of that single candle will not be shortened. Number five, community. Okay, this is definitely one of my favorites. So the holidays, it's all about family, friends, love. It's the season of community. And we, many of us are so fortunate to have an abundance of community, love, and just all these people to share this time with. The reality is that not everyone has been fortunate enough to be in those types of situations. Some of us suffer in silence um, with emotional anxiety and panic coming in as more gatherings and social pressures, magnified thoughts and feelings. Some of us that suffer from anxiety and depression can have fragile emotions strained to the breaking point from all the stress and obligation of the holidays. Sometimes a sorrowful event like a death in the year can revive the trauma during the holidays. Loneliness and sadness without connections can run rampant. Many people break up during the end of the year because they want a new start to the new year. Suicides are common during the holidays, but we as a community, we can help heal some of this hurt by doing our part. It only takes one moment, one compliment to possibly make someone's day. And for you, it doesn't take that much effort, but for them, it can mean the world. Studies show that when you are kind to others, when you give back to others, when you think about others before you, and that you are part of a greater good, you actually tend to run happier. I know that is absolutely true for me. Imagine making 75 different people, and it doesn't have to be different people though, but imagine 75 different people being a little happier each day because of a compliment or conversation or connection we give. Imagine saying the right thing to someone when that person needs it and then doing that 75 times. Just imagine that. So then imagine just 100 people doing these gratitude components of Carnivore 75 Hard for 75 days. People, that is 7,500 people that get a genuine compliment and connection from us. How amazing is that? I really believe we're changing the world one genuine compliment at a time, one act of kindness at a time. And uh, it's very moving for me. So this is a big part for me and I highly recommend that you go out of your way and to do this because 
you will also feel the benefits of doing this in your own life. Okay guys, I know that many of you guys have been waiting for this part. So how do we succeed? How do we ensure that we complete Carnivore 75 hard? So here are some practical tips. None of these are required to complete this challenge, but I just wanted to share so that hopefully it helps you and gets you off on the right start. One, make sure to nourish your body. This is not a calorie restriction diet. This is not a, I'm going to lose 20 pounds in 75 days diet. It is not. Please make sure to nourish your body. Eat nutrient dense meats. Do not just eat snacks because it's easiest thing to do. Make sure to nourish your body so that it actually staves away cravings. Your body will crave foods if it feels undernourished. You need a certain amount of calories every day to properly keep the lights on inside your body. But if you wanna thrive, you need to even eat more than that. So with that said, number two, I highly recommend throwing away your weight scale. Okay, not throw away, but I highly recommend putting it away for 75 days. You don't wanna get on there on day 25 after it's been pretty hard for you. And even though you feel kind of good, you're just curious if you've lost weight. And then you go on there and maybe lost half a pound, maybe you even gained half a pound. You don't wanna go on there and then it deter you and make you start having those justifications in your head of, oh God, this isn't even working. Let's just enjoy Thanksgiving. So I highly recommend put away your weight scale and use it at the very end, but it is just one number. It does not define health. It does not define your resiliency and your mental health. And it doesn't define if this is being successful. Please, I recommend don't get on your weight scale. Number three, set yourself up for success. Meal prep if you need to. If you know that there are certain triggers that cause you to overeat or cause you to eat nutrient poor foods, I highly recommend planning out your day, meal plan, meal prep, have some food in the freezer so that they're ready to go and so your mind doesn't start giving you these rationalizations like, oh, you're so hungry though, but then there's no food in the house or, oh, it's not gonna kill you to just eat this, you're super hungry and it's so late, how are you gonna cook meals? Have some foods that are ready to go in the freezer that you could just heat it up and then eat it meal prep if you need to, do what you need to do to make yourself successful. Right now you are in the mindset where you are motivated. Use that motivation to get you going so that when the days get hard down the road, you have the tools to keep you strong. Remember guys, every day that it may seem tough, it may seem hard, all you need to do is complete the five and you have a win day. Nothing else matters. And you should be happy that you finish your day with a win day because that's a win day. It doesn't matter what else happened, you won your day. Number four, pantry and refrigerator clean out. So I know some of you guys live with other people so you may not be able to fully do that, but you can talk to them and say, hey, like I do this to my husband, but I say, hey, can you hide your chocolate? Cause I do not want it around, right? So make sure to establish these rules have your pantry very friendly for you to be able to do carnivore 75 hard if your husband wife friend whoever it is needs to hide their junk food ask them to do it because that means that they are supporting you there is no harm in asking number five get community support find your support system this part is so key we also have this amazing community and so you can reach out to certain people that may help you in certain instances. But make sure the needs that you need in a community member and make sure to tap into them when you need them. And so what do I mean by that? Let's just talk through an example. Some days you may need a little tough love. You may need someone to be like, no, you are not eating that because you committed to carnivore 75 hard and you are going to stick to it. So what I would do is ask that person when you have this sound mind and you're motivated, I would ask them, sit down with them and explain to them, look, I want to finish this. And so if there's any wavering in me, I want you to show me some tough. There are some people, it may be your best friend that in moments of weakness, they are just supportive of you, right? So you guys all have people like that in your life. It's easier to be that person, right? So if you're having a tough day, it's like, it's okay, let's just go for some ice cream. No, if you know that people that are like that, do not turn to them, do not 
ask them for support. I would highly recommend looking through carniv hashtag carnivore75hard. There are so many studies that show the power of community. If you have habits that you wanna be a part of you, say that it's just a meat-based diet, then by surrounding yourself with people that are only meat-based, you will likely pick up that habit. It is the power of community. So simply surrounding yourself with the like-minded people that have the habit you desire will make the chance of you adopting that habit into your life regularly much greater. And that is why the carnivore community is stronger and growing every single day. If your community is solely social media, I highly recommend decluttering your social feed. If you follow people that are friends but they post all about baked goods or they're just not motivating, I highly recommend going through your list. Actually, I kind of recommend it about anyone. So I think a social media following cleanse is very appropriate. Go through your profile, see who you follow, and if there are people that bring in, bring up negative emotions in you or that cause you to feel less than, I do recommend actually not following them or muting them because I had some friends that would do that to me. I would always feel small, and so I realized the better thing to do is to cut them from my social media. Because guys, life is already hard enough. We do not need reminders every day that we're not good enough. And the thing is guys, the reality is we are good enough. We are good enough. And if someone makes you feel less than good enough, then it is time to cut the cord, especially if it's through social media. Make sure to protect yourself and that really includes make sure to filter what is gonna get in your head. Your mental state is so important and so what you hear, you listen to, what you see, you view, all of those things actually are very important to your mental health. If you don't like things that you're seeing, if it's bringing you down, cut those things out of your life. Surround yourself with the people you wanna be. There are, there are some studies that show that you are the average of the five people you hang out with. Number six, plan the best course of action. I know we can't plan everything out. When could you fit in a 30 minute workout? When could you fit in the 15 minute workout? Check the weather. How are you going to fast during Christmas? How are you gonna fast during Thanksgiving? How are you gonna fast during New Year's Eve? Figure these things out. Think of if this, then that statements. Think of in this situation, I am going to do this. I know it's a little bit of a pain, but I would actually think of scenarios and then write them down and envision what you would do. There are studies that show that some patients that were in the hospital for a long time, when they would visualize and write down like a step-by-step -step of how they're going to heal, those people actually healed much faster than the people that said, I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna do some exercise on a daily basis, and then I'm going to heal. The people that wrote down even to, I'm going to walk to the bus stop and then wait for the bus, those people that wrote the detailed down process actually were the most successful and healed much faster. So write these down. If this, then that. If I feel angry, I'm going to go for a walk. Do those things, write those situations out so that you have a plan and that you are protected and not just feeling a bunch of anxiety. If you feel some cravings, I would definitely recommend a lot of times that helps with the craving. I'd also maybe go for a walk or call someone or listen to a funny joke. I think there's a lot of cat YouTube videos, right? You can also run down the street. If you run really hard, your adrenaline will kick up and most times adrenaline will kick off cravings. Number seven, take a before and after picture. I highly recommend taking a picture on the start or the night before that Carnivore 75 hard challenge starts and I recommend taking it at the very end. I take, take it in multiple different views so that you can actually see the change in your health. I would maybe also take it further and write down some things you're feeling like certain symptoms that you're struggling with today, right? It might be that you're not sleeping well, it might be tension headaches, it might be cravings, write all of those down and then look at on day 75 and see how much your symptoms have changed. Again, this is not a weight loss challenge. This is about your mindset and transforming yourself to be the best you can be. All right guys, so here is the disqualification information. So with all that said, I am okay with people sharing their body pictures. I am 
fully supportive of that. I know people show it to show their improvement. It is one aspect of healing. I completely get it. It is fine when we share that as a community, but the biggest thing is our journeys all start at different times. With Carnivore 75 Heart Challenge, we are doing it as a community and we are all starting on October 18th, give or take. And so with that said, I don't want people to post their before picture and then a few days later they have a successful story of losing 10 pounds. And then someone that day happens to be a little demotivated and then sees that, and then sees that they have actually gained a couple pounds and then they want to throw in the towel that they're demotivated. It is natural as humans to compare and it is more easier to compare in this situation because we are all starting on the same date. So that said, you guys may hate me for saying this, but I really thought long and hard about this. If you post a picture, and I'm talking about near naked picture of you in a bikini, light clothes, or just your shorts, if you post any of those types of pictures starting from October 18th using Carnivore 75 hard, you will be disqualified. I do not want people to be demotivated in the community because someone else is losing weight much faster than them. Because the reality is guys, some of us are a lot sicker. Some of us have more weight that we need to lose, but the thing is we have a lot more illness. We don't know people's situations and let's not be a demotivating factor. It is demotivating to see that someone has lost so much weight and I can't even lose a pound. So let's be mindful of people's illnesses and know that this is a community challenge. We are trying to uplift people and we are trying to be our best selves, not in, in relation to someone else. So no naked photos. If you use a naked photo, you are disqualified. I recommend you taking photos if you want to, but put it on your page. Do not use the hashtag. I am firm on this rule. The last thing I'll say is this. We don't want to be triggered by foods. And so a lot of us in this community are mindful about posting certain foods that may trigger us to want to eat certain foods. It's normal. Again, we've talked about cleaning out our Instagram feed and it's the same thing. When we visualize and we see certain things, that's why commercials work, right? it may trigger a negative thought in us. And so it goes the same way. When you see a feed of body pictures that are doing much better, if we see a feed of people that are losing weight much more quickly than we are, then it may trigger us to sabotage our completion of this Carnivore 75 Hard Challenge. So that said, I hope you guys understand why I'm implementing this rule. We are all starting on the same day. And so technically we all have our before pictures that we can compare to. And then we're all following the same rules. No naked pictures. Number eight. All right, guys, share your commitment. For me, posting and sharing on my wall my commitment, what I'm going to do in these next 75 days, is a reminder to keep going. Easy little reminders around the house, like wind day calendars where you put a sticker for every win you have, using some of the templates that I'm about to share. All of those are easy ways to remind yourself that you are winning and that to keep going. Set yourself up for success. All right, last part. Let's go through some mental toughness tips. We all fear going through the holidays. Some of us, food is the center of a lot of holidays. There's a lot of gifts, there's a lot of candy and chocolate, and so it can be a strong trigger. It can be the fear of just everything that you've done to be successful to this point, that it can be sabotaged by the holidays. So let's make this change. So this year, it's different. Let's face our fears, let's do something different. And like Andy Frisella says, Let's work hard, let's face our fear, make our fear a strength by working hard at overcoming our fears, getting through the holidays, being wildly successful, eating a meat-based diet through it all, and showing then our grit, our perseverance, our resiliency, and all the slew of benefits that you can prove to yourself that anything is possible, and then start 2020 on the best foot ever. If we face our fears, there is nothing that can stop us. There is nothing that we cannot overcome. Some of you say, but I don't think I can complete. I don't think I can make it through the holidays. But what if you can? 
No one is fully ready on day one. We may be motivated, but no one is truly ready. We are building ourselves to do hard. And so we, until we believe in ourselves, until we have that resiliency and grit and everything else that hard comes with, we are just doing things by working hard. We win our days. We complete the five things every day, no matter the situation or the circumstance. We do hard and in the end, we overcome our fears. I keep saying this guys, but finishing 2019 by being your best self and starting the new year, the new decade with the strong belief in yourself, there can be nothing better than that. And for the first time ever in your life, your new year's resolution might just be keep doing what I'm doing. How, how amazing is that? So guys, remember if this baseline is pretty easy for you, make sure to up it so that you will test yourself to be harder. It is a challenge to intentionally put yourself in hard places. So commit, you owe it to yourself to commit. Whatever you've been doing for the last years, decades, what have you, has not been working. Commit, try this new thing and see how different it is for your life. We will be tested in the next 75 days. Your mind will try to find the easy way out. If you are tired, your mind will start running all these rationalizations, but you are stronger than that. Put all these tips in place, plan your course of action and keep strong. You can do hard. I'm just gonna get really real with you guys. I'm seeing a lot of, I'll try. I don't know if I'll do it, but I can try at least. All of those answers are not gonna get you to the end. I wager money that those people will likely fail. So I say, change your mindset. Mindset. Go out to the park, go somewhere, spend some time journaling, get your mind right, figure out your why, get motivated and get go into this challenge with the strongest willpower and motivation you can ever have. Don't go in with this, I'll try, because likely, you are not going to finish. And I know a lot of you guys are scared, but you know what, fake it. Fake it until you make it. Work hard every day. Just focus on every single day and completing the five. Don't look at that it's a full 75 days. Look at day one and finish those five tasks at hand. And that is it. And that is your win day. Some of you guys are saying, but I'm new to carnivore. I don't think I can make it through the holidays. Some of you guys are saying, but I live a little through the holidays. Well, guess what? Let's get real. We have hopefully 120 years of holidays. You can give up one year of trying something different and going carnivore and doing carnivore 75 hard. How many seasons have you gone through and then you regretted the food choices you made in the end of the year and then come January 1, you need to have this really strict diet. Let's change it this year. This is the time. Finish the year strong, finish the decade strong. I don't wanna hear that you're going to try. I don't wanna hear that maybe you can. I want you to say that you're going to do it. Prove it to yourself, prove it to yourself to be the change for your loved ones and your community. I know you guys can do it. I struggled with an eating disorder for over 12 years and it was a nightmare. I thought I had to live with it for the rest of my life. I am healed through the carnivore diet. The last thing I'll say about this also is that you have a community responsibility. Like it or not, you are part of the very beginning of this carnivore movement. Each and every one of you guys are carnivore ambassadors. You are the community. You represent the diet as an early adopter. So when you want your loved ones to be part of this diet and for them to heal, you need to be that person of change. Why do we look up to longtime carnivores? Why do we want to hear their stories? Why do we want to look at meatheals.com? The reason is because it gives us hope. It gives us hope that this diet can truly help heal us and change our lives. So for your loved ones that won't change their diet, that won't give up carbs or sugar or what have you, be that change. Show in your actions, show your healing, show your strength during the holidays and be that change for them to then maybe question that maybe they should actually try the diet as well. All right guys, this was really long and I appreciate you guys staying with me until the end. There was a lot of good information. I wanted to make sure that you guys understood everything about Carnivore 75 Hard and so that you can always go back to this video. I will leave you guys with two thoughts. So I am Christian by faith. 
it is one of my whys, why I'm here, why I do what I do. And so Christmas is just around the corner. And if you are a believer, then let me just pose this question. If you know that you are made in his image, the question I'll ask you is, when you are doubting yourself, are you doubting him? that somehow God made a mistake on you. Sometimes it's easy to get stuck in a pattern, but it's time to change our mindset. Change the thoughts and be the change. My last thought is this. There is a great saying from Carlos Castaneda. We either make ourselves miserable or we make ourselves strong. The amount of work is exactly the same. It is time guys, it is time to radically change your life. Go all in with Carnivore 75 hard. Make it hard and do the work. Do the work every single day. Muscle your grit and see your resiliency. Lean on the community when you need support and keep going. You will look back and you will have realized you developed grit, resiliency, perseverance, self-confidence, and the ability to endure. You will have faced your fears and frankly, what can stop you from living your best life? What you end up learning about yourself through Carnivore 75 hard, you can apply it to the rest of your life. Live hard and reap life. Thanks for listening guys and I will talk to you soon. Welcome to Carnivore 75 hard. Welcome to the rest of your life. Thanks for listening to the Nutrition with Judy podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please make sure to leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app so more listeners like you can find the show. If you want more practitioner care and support, head over to nutritionwithjudy.com slash groups so you can get more real talk about carnivore, the environment, and root cause healing. You can also find my content on Nutrition with Judy's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter and learn more about in-depth articles with infographics at nutritionwithjudy.com slash articles. You can find my two books, Carnivore Cure and the Complete Carnivore Diet for Beginners on carnivorecure.com and amazon.com. At the heart of Nutrition with Judy's practice, our mission lies with a deep, unwavering passion for service and community. We will continue to empower you to have the knowledge and tools to live a life nearly symptom-free because we firmly believe in healing and wellness for all.